not about my my effort you know it's it's about the work of jesus christ on the cross <gasps> and jesus softened my heart and broke in and said you are sinful but guess what i'm not going to run away from you because of that i'm going to run towards you and i've provided a way for you to have eternity with god if you just follow me you know it's just the most overwhelming thing that's ever happened to me because for the first time i felt like christ was with me you know, and I felt like I could just, I just felt like the biggest weight was just lifted off my shoulders. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Vaughn and Clay All Day. We back. Vaughn here, your co-host. This is Clay. We're back in the lab. Pump, pump for this episode. Hey. We got Hannah Brock with us. So yes, pumped sir. for this. Hannah, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be here with you guys. Uh, so yeah, my name is Hannah Brockmeyer. I... What's your middle name? Hit up Marta Barakemeyer. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> and I have known Vaughn and Clay, you guys, for a years now. Gosh. We met in six years, maybe. Yeah, five years. Maybe. Met at the beginning of yeah, college. Yeah, like your freshman year of college. I feel yeah, like. which is crazy. And then yeah, we went to church together, mm-hmm. and yeah, same friend group and everything. So yeah. super fun, super fun. But yeah, I uh, grew up in Springfield. Uh, Nebraska, and then moved to Omaha for college, and been here ever yeah, since. Go Mavs! <laughs> yep, go Mavs! Go Mavs! <laughs> cool. Yeah, so excited to hear your story. Mm-hmm. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, and this is I'm excited because like you're you're uh, a busy woman. So guys, anyone listening out there, like this is like I'm excited for this because man, Hannah's like, oh, I'm so busy. <laughs> Every time I hit her up, I'm like, hey, you want to be on the pod? No, I can't this weekend. I got a lot going on. <laughs> Yeah, so cherish this one, listeners. So, yeah, so oh cherish this word. one. So we have a uh, uh, we have a ro- royalty here. Oh <laughs> my gosh! So, so. <laughs> but yeah, let me uh, pray it, pray us in. Is that cool? Uh, and then we'll go from there. Love it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, King Jesus, thank you, Lord, for yeah, first this opportunity uh, for us to yeah just highlight the work that you've done in, in Hannah's life, Lord. Uh, thank you for a beautiful day. Uh, and thank you for this opportunity for us to do this, Lord. Um, we couldn't do this without you, Lord. I pray that we just, uh, that, uh, you just got our conversations, bless our conversations. And for anyone listening that, um, yeah, you just, uh, touch that, touch them in, in ways that you, you need them to just hear, um, hear your word or hear your truths, Lord. Uh, yeah, but ultimately I, I pray that we just have fun with this and uh pray for anyone listening to as well that that they also are encouraged um uh by this um thank you so much jesus uh for this time in your name we pray amen amen, amen. all right hannah million dollar question how did you come to know jesus yes yeah so my story begins in like i said springfield nebraska or i guess i lived in Bellevue at the time but anyways um (laughs) i am super grateful to be able to say that like i grew up in a household of believers um and my dad was actually a youth pastor so wow i didn't know that pk um (laughs) so yeah we were like extra involved in church like always doing church events and always grew up knowing all the answers to the Bible study questions mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so definitely really grateful for that. And um, I, there was never a moment in my life where I feel like I didn't know who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. And again, like I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like how I came to know the Lord, 
I don't don't have like a black and white story like some people do of like that one moment where man like it just everything came together and um I like gave my life to Jesus um I feel like I was so young um and there was like Jesus was always a part of my life yeah. like I always grew up like again like knowing who he was like knowing that he loved me mm. um and even, yeah, that is just crazy to be able to, like, go through life knowing that from a young age, like, the God of the universe, like, cares and loves for me. So um, cool. But, yeah, like, my – so my dad actually got um, – half of the staff, including my dad, got let go of the church that we were a part of oh, wow. and when mm. I was um, in middle school – Wow. And kind of rocked my world as yeah. far as um, we were super, super involved mm-hmm. in going to church, like um, everything. And then all of a sudden we had like no community or no like church community. Yeah, that's really and hard. Yeah. that lasted for um, for a few, like honestly just years wow. uh, where we would just bounce around churches and um, a lot of years of my life, like I didn't have that community in a church. And, um, I realized just how important that was. Uh, when I got to college, I started coming to City Light Church, which is, which is, yeah, (laughs) uh, which is great. It was like the first time I felt like I was able to choose a church for my own. And so I, yeah, when I went there for the first time, I was like, man, like there's something going on here and Mm. I want to be involved. And so, I just got super involved in literally everything I could. I was like, man, I want to join every serving team. I want to get involved in small groups. I want to meet everybody and do everything. And um, God just gave me this excitement for getting involved in community, um, which I like I really hadn't had, like a Mm -hmm. church community that I really hadn't had for a good majority of my life. Um, And just the, the growth that comes from that was insane. And uh, I'd never had somebody like disciple me before, just like, you know, and meet up with me at least once a week and just intentionally ask me like certain questions and um, walk through like my relationship with the Lord. Um, yeah. Who discipled you? Yeah. So a gal named Jenny Oatman at the time, Jenny oh, Brinkle yeah. is her name. Shout yeah. Out. Shout out yeah. Come on the show, Jenny. Come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jenny uh, discipled me for a couple years wow. and um, yeah, that was just like. I'd never had that before. That's yeah, huge. Um, and thankfully, the Lord is, he's so good. Like throughout, again, a lot of my life, just not having a consistent church, mm-hmm. he gave me like friends who were able to walk through life with me, like great Christian gal friends yeah. um, who were able to walk through life with me, even mm-hmm. though, you know, it wasn't necessarily like that church community, mm-hmm. uh, but that was so huge. And That's so- huge. Yeah, definitely super thankful for that. And just like those friends that I'm still so close with today. And we'd have our own little Bible studies and um, just kind of make it work. Um, But yeah, I think when I got to college, I realized growing up in a church or yeah, just in a, you know, household of believers too, there was so much I actually didn't know. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that was just realizing that so much of my life, um, God almost felt like he was like this this good king 
and I was like one of his villagers. Mm. And um, I felt like he was kind of up in his castle, yeah. doing his thing, like loved his people, but like was separated from yeah, them like to that, some oh, degree. You, you felt like there was that distance. Yeah, oh, yeah. Great. And so I felt like, you know, he was like this king that would come by and pop up and like check on his people, you yeah. know, wanted the best for them. But there was like this distance. So like there was mm. this relationship, but I feel like most of my life, I did feel like there was almost this distance between God and I. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, when I got to college, I realized like, man, I feel like a lot of my life I've been trying to do things for God, you know, like instead mm. of living all of life with God. Mm. And the, f- <laughs> so good. and the fact that like there isn't any distance yeah between the lord and i it's not a shallow love right? yeah he yeah likes and he's to do everything with us yeah and he's not like just up on his castle no. like hope you're doing great down there you know he's like <laughs> in the thick of every part of yes. life the the highs and lows yeah. and i feel like my relationship with the lord just took off when I got to college. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I started learning things about like the Bible and I'm like, man, like I should have known this. I've been, you know, raised in like mm-hmm. a church family. And mm-hmm. uh, it was really humbling actually, which was, yeah, just so sweet getting to know God on like this level that I really hadn't before. Yeah. And just such a good reminder that like there is always something to be like learning and like there's always something to be growing in. Um, like no matter how long you've known the Lord, yeah. which is so fun and so, so it's cool. Amazing, yeah. Um, because you never get bored. It's yeah. always really humbling though. You're like, oh gosh, you know, like I've known the Lord forever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I should know some of these things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say like, yeah, growing up again, like always had a relationship with the Lord, but really when I got to college is when it was definitely a, a pivotal time in my life where, um, my relationship with the Lord started to look a lot different. And I actually um, had one of my best friends. We were actually driving in the car one day. It was my freshman year of college. And like out of nowhere, she was like, man, Hannah, I just feel like you are on fire for the Lord. She's Mm. like, I know you've always like loved the Lord, but I just feel like something's changed. Yeah. And that was just really encouraging. That's so encouraging. That's that's how I felt ever since I've known you. And I was probably around that time, but I was able to see that fire, that Mm. light that you had for Christ. I agree. It's evident for sure. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's so hum like that's like super just humbling to hear because obviously like that's just not me that's like totally God yeah yeah um but I I was baptized when I was just you know a tiny child and mm-hmm. I um got baptized again my freshman year of college just because again I was like man like my that's awesome. life has been just like totally changed mm-hmm. um by the Lord and I just felt like it was almost a, well, not almost, it was a call of obedience to get baptized again because it was me choosing, you know, to proclaim like, okay, God, like, you know, my life is yours. Mm -hmm. And um, it was humbling because I was like, gosh, what are people going to think? Like, I've grown up in the church. Like, are they going to think I was faking or I wasn't a Christian before? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I had all these like doubts about that, but I was like, no, like this is like what God calls me to do, and like I want to step out in obedience and and do that. So I got baptized again my uh, my freshman year of college, uh-huh. um, and yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride all throughout my life, just with mm-hmm. my relationship with the Lord, um, just still continuing to obviously, yeah, just learn more about who He is and um, grow in a lot of different ways. Um, was never actually planning to come to Omaha and 
the first place. I didn't want to go to college in Omaha. So even just the Lord's providence Mm. in um, calling me to stay in Omaha and get involved with City Light and just get wrapped up in the community that I have um, is really cool because in my mind, my Mm. life looked a lot different than what it does right now, which, you know. Where'd you want to go for college? So I wanted to... I rode horses for oh, that's right. 19 that's so years cool. of my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like so random. Um, like out of all the sports. Uh, yeah, so I rode horses for like 19 years. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to either go to the East Coast or down South and ride for a college. Is that where right. it's really popular? Yeah, yeah. yeah a down lot of the schools. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. East Coast wow. too. Oh, yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah. yeah so that was the plan. Because I was like, gosh, I've been doing this forever. You know, yeah. like I want to be able to continue that in college. For sure. And yeah, long story short, I was going to stay in Omaha. I was going to do like the first two years at UNO and then I was going to transfer somewhere and like mm-hmm. ride for a college. Yeah. And then my sophomore year of college rolled around and I was getting my transcripts ready and talking mm-hmm. to like different coaches on uh, different teams. That's and cool. <laughs> I literally just kept praying about it and just felt like God wanted me to stay in Omaha for longer even. Wow. Um, and I was like, what? This doesn't make sense. Like yeah. I've been like planning on this. Um, yeah. But again, yeah, just wow. felt well, like it's hard he was... when you, you've had your plan and yeah. you want to do that so badly. But it's yeah. cool to see how God can still use your time here, Take even though it's not your original time. The old town road. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, oh my no gosh. <laughs> God said no more. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, that ain't it. Um, <laughs> but wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been a, honestly, a lot of my life has <clears throat> just been like me planning things. And God's like, no, I have something better. So, <laughs> did you ever think about starting a program here? Are you in Yeah. A- Don't they have a program? I they, they, they do. It's, yeah. Um, I guess m- when I started, it like wasn't super competitive. And so okay. I was like, oh, I'll just like do yeah. other things instead. Gotcha. Okay. Um, You're like LeBron coming to Cleveland though. Wasn't super competitive <laughs> before, but if you would have, <laughs> they would have won. Oh my word. That's he's wearing his Cleveland sweatshirt. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's a, a hodgepodge of things, but, um, I guess like something else just regarding like my, like, God's story of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, something also was really pivotal that I had to realize when I was actually in Africa. I was there on like a mission trip mm-hmm. through City Like You. And what um, year was that? Was that twenty sixteen? Yeah, yeah, twenty sixteen. Right? Mm-hmm, nice. South Africa and Pretoria. Yeah. Um, and our team was we had like small groups, and so all of the girls were getting together, and we were just sharing like our testimonies. And so powerful. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was crazy powerful. And just like to get to know people on that like deep level, like right away. Yeah. Um, and I was like the last person to share my testimony. And I just remember feeling so insecure. Mm-hmm. And I just like heard like just the ways that like God had moved in all these other people's lives. And mm-hmm. um, honestly, my story sounded a lot different than theirs. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, like there are so many things that like, these gals have gone through that like I haven't gone through before. And like grant, like obviously like everybody has their own like struggles that they deal with. But um I just remember feeling like my my story like you know wasn't good enough or whatever. Mm. And like honestly God just had to like lovingly just kind of like show me my story isn't mine. Like my life isn't actually about me. Like it's literally God's story, like what he wants to do and like the Mm -hmm. fact that it looks it had looked different than like those other gals like that's great yeah. um 
And like, I don't um, have to have like a certain background or anything to be able to reach people. Cause again, no. it's God reaching people and not me. Yeah. And, um, I like that following year, I actually had quite a few friends who, um, actually just came to me with different struggles that were like, really weighty and there were things that I had never gone through and it was just such like a a testament of like okay God like I I have no idea what it would be like to go through these things but like I don't need to have gone through certain things to be able to like be there for people yeah. or to like point them back to Christ. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Point them to truth. Oh my gosh. You guys are great. Um, but anyways, so yeah, that was just like a, a huge, again, like kind of pivotal point in my life where I was like, gosh, you know, my story, my story is about me. It's like literally my life is to glorify God, like make his name known and know him. Um, and that looks literally so different for, yeah. for everybody. Wow. And um, I think like one of the biggest things was that a lot of these gals like didn't grow up in like a Christian home gotcha. and, yeah. or like, you know, yeah, like their walk with the Lord had just looked a lot different. And I had to realize, man, like I've actually been like really blessed to be able to have like known God mm-hmm. since I was just, you know, a child. Yeah. Like the fact that in that, like he was able to like save me from, like, you know, going through so many things Mm -hmm. um, is actually like an incredible blessing and just Mm -hmm. like a testament of like God's work in somebody's life, even from a young age. Um, But yeah, like he just continues to show me that today. Like, man, like there's so much humility that God like continues to like work on me because I need it. Um, it, But yeah, there's just like a lot of humility that has to come when you're like, man, like I have no idea what it'd be like to like, have like gone through this thing that you're going through right now. Mm-hmm. But so I need you to come, God. Like I need you to show up and like tell me how I should like speak into them or like how I can be there for like this friend. Um so yeah, even in that it's just God yeah showing me how to be humble, which wow. is obviously hard for anybody, but yeah, yep. def- definitely hard for me. But wow. Wow, so good. Yeah. Well can I encourage you real quick? Like I just remember just any time really in college that I would, we'd hang out or like I'd see you like you just like I think the Lord just shines right through you like it's so evident and so clear. Do you remember when we met? You were like literally in your like I was on the basketball court. Yeah, and, like, we were doing that. trick shots. And <laughs> I could just hear Judah yelling, "Vaughn!" and because he was helping you move. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. My sister, I was like, and I don't remember what you look because it was so far. I totally remember that. So yep. we definitely met audibly <laughs> but um yeah it's a, yeah i just want to encourage you like it's so evident that the lord's in your life like it's been that way for years so yeah, yeah i agree 100 yeah. and it's really cool to see i think so many people in your life look up to you and it's cool that you're able to use that and leverage that for the kingdom you know because yeah. there's a reason why you have those opportunities to speak into people's lives and maybe you haven't gone through the same things but god's entrusted you mm-hmm. to be able to do that and it seems like you honor him really well in that yeah that's so cool and the fact that you you recognize that, like, yeah, Lord, it's not my story. Like, maybe, yeah. And those are lies from the enemy, from like being like, yeah, your story is not good enough, or mm. you compare your story. To yeah, those are lies, hundred percent, such lies. But the fact that you recognize, like, no, Lord, like this is your story in me. Like, it's so cool. That's encouraging for me to hear. So thank yes. you for that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing your story too. I've been waiting to hear this because yeah. I've known you for a while, but I've never actually heard 
your whole story of what God's done in your life. So yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I feel like there's like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but thank you guys for, for saying that. That's super encouraging. So for sure. Yeah. yeah appreciate nice. it. All right, Hannah. Thanks again for sharing. Uh, now for our favorite part. Welcome to the Valley of the Hyenas. Roast session. <laughs> Roast session. Um, hope you're prepared. Yeah, hope you're prepared. Uh, the first question I want to ask is, um, you know, you talked about like your dad getting laid off of the church, which is really interesting. And obviously there's reasons for that, but like, and you guys like church hop a lot. So my question to you, I didn't grow up like Protestant. I grew up Catholic, so I didn't really have to, everything, all the churches were the same basically. So my question to you, church hopping, how did what kind of effect did that have on your like spiritual life um growing up? Yeah. Um so um I think like the biggest thing was the fact that like community was not consistent mm. in a church and so my dad like he would have different jobs at different churches and for whatever reason just like ah oh, wasn't the right fit and so we'd move on to a different church. Mm-hmm. Um and I was just never able to get invested with the church community. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think my relationship with the Lord, like, a lot of, like I said, like, my friends and I would just have, like, Bible studies or whatever. Um, it felt like it was just kind of like, okay, like, this just has to be me and God, which obviously, like, that's, there's, like, some good things that came out of that, too. Yeah. Um, but like so much in scripture, it talks about the importance of yes. being in a biblical community mm-hmm. and um, just not having that in a church was was really hard. Yeah. And um, I don't know, just like growing up again, like the majority of my life, pretty much like middle school to college, just like wasn't, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I did get that in college, I just like realized wow like the importance and like the beauty of having like a strong christian community to like actually like walk through things with and um to be connected to like with a local church and just like how important that was yeah it's huge i mean because there are going to be times where you where you are struggling or going through something hard and that's when the church can come alongside you and build you up and it's cool i think you said you mentioned even during that season where you didn't necessarily have a church home God provided you with ladies going through life with you mm-hmm. that love God, which I think is huge because at the end of the day, the church is our, our believers. Yeah. And so if you have believers walking through life with you, that's huge. Yeah. But being able to have a local church that you love going to that is going to encourage you, going to build you up in the word is huge. And then mm-hmm. also just a, that that's an awesome place to be able to invite other people into, you mm-hmm. know, because if you're just walking the walk by yourself, how are you going to invite someone else into that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. God provided that. And I, I think there's like this aspect too of like when you're a part of that, it's not only like, oh, like you're getting something like out of this community, but yeah. being able to like, you know, you're pour back into you're it, you know, like yeah. have ownership. Yep. Yeah, it's um, yeah. 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 Is like, you know, two way street going on. So you don't just go and become a consumer and then leave and be like, all right, that was, that was great. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, being able to like invest in other people's lives or just invest in the church, like volunteering yep. um, and everything was just a really cool aspect that I hadn't had in my life before. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So one question I had, because I think you mentioned, you mentioned a lot of times about how pivotal 
your college years were, especially like your freshman year of college was towards your walk. Like it seems like that freshman year just like hit different or something. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> but why, why would you say that that was like, what was it? I know for a lot of people, college is a time where they are open to maybe just seeing things differently. But I don't know for you, what was it that made that such a pivotal year? Obviously God was working, but what allowed him to work that year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I think, you know, for a lot of people, freshman year of college, you're like out on your own, mm-hmm. you know, life is just so different and you're starting to make decisions for yourself. Right. And yeah. I feel like that was a lot of it for me is that, you know, like when I started going to city, I was like, man, like this is a decision that I'm making. It wasn't just out of like a duty of like, okay, like, mm-hmm. you know, like if a lot of yeah. people just go to church because their family goes to a church or, um, so it wasn't that it was like, man, like I'm choosing yeah, like to get really involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, like, I, I talk about community a lot, um, but just like having so many people who like got invested in my life and just started like asking me questions and like challenging me in my walk with the Lord mm. um, was, was huge. And mm. like having that freedom to be like, okay, like again, like who, who am I going to be friends with? Um, because college is a huge pivotal time for choosing kind of who you're going to be around. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like super thankful that God provided a lot of amazing friends um, through, yeah, through, you know, in church that um, were able to like encourage me, challenge me. And um, like I had kind of like touched on a little bit earlier, but I just feel like God's character was revealed to me in like a whole new light. Like I just started seeing him as a way way more of a personal god um than anything else and a lot of that had to do with just these people that he put in my life that were like asking me questions like challenging me and like how i was even like viewing the lord um and yeah just being being a part of a church that you know i was super invested in uh that was like preaching the gospel and um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i just think like all those things combined i just got so excited um you know being involved in all this like all of it was just like new and i just i just kept eating it up yeah um because i mean again like the more you know of god like the more you want to know god yes that's so true retweet (laughs) (laughs) and so like man like i was like gosh i just like i keep learning these things and i just want to learn more yeah and so it was just like the snowball effect which yeah i mean like we're you know still rolling down the hill like learning more keeping like picking up as we're going along but yeah Yeah. that yeah can can you dive in maybe just for one second how did you find City Light Church or how did you find your community? Because it's so cool to see that impact that that had on you. But I'm sure someone listening is sitting there thinking, okay, this community sounds awesome, but I don't know how to find that. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that happen? How did that play out in your story? It's good. Yeah. So um, I had a couple friends who, like I had heard City Light like Church before, been tossed around. And so and my brother actually was going there at the time and like I knew he really liked it and so I was like man like it's time for me to find my own church and I've heard great things and so mm-hmm. let's let's go check it out um yeah. 
and yeah, like when I went for the first time, I just remember I felt like super welcomed by people there. And I remember like sitting under the teaching and I was like, man, like this is really good. Like everything that's being talked about here, mm-hmm. like is, you know, accurate when it comes to scripture. And um, I feel like there's just like this welcoming community and like there are places for me to be able to get involved. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, like that's kind of yeah. how I got invested was a lot of just I'd heard the name and then yeah. like my brother went there. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I'll go check it out. <clears throat> and then when mm-hmm. I went like the culture. Yeah, yeah. the culture. <laughs> for the culture. Do for the culture. <laughs> and I think like that has made me realize too, like just the importance of like scouting out new people. Like if yeah. you're invested in a church, yes. like how important it is, like if you see somebody new to like make them feel yeah, welcome. Be welcoming. Yeah. So good. It's huge. And on the flip side, if you're someone who is looking for a church home or looking for a spiritual community of a loving person in your life who loves Christ invites you in, it's worth it to go check that out and obviously follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit. You know, if you get a, a good vibe or a bad vibe, whatever, but if someone's inviting you in, go for it because yeah. a lot of times it's going to be awesome, like yeah. in your situation. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I just want to go on a little tangent here. Like I agree hundred percent. It's like, like if you're listening and you like are, have been wrestling with questions about God, who Jesus is and stuff, and someone invites you, like, the worst that can happen is like if you go and you don't like it, you're back to where you started. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And not just even that situation. I think just any situation. So that's why. And maybe that's my personality. I'm such a go. I like to get after it. Yeah. Like, all gas, yep. no break. All gas, no break. <laughs> if, like if you go, like the worst that can happen, like is you're back to to square one. No, know? for like, sure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt. You know? Yeah. But it's so cool to see the perspective of the way people brought you in. And then yeah. now for us, we, we know Christ. Like how can we yeah. be loving then to newcomers or to people who maybe don't know Jesus? Yeah. Or, so that's really encouraging. Yeah. And that's an act of boldness and, and just faith. And that's something I struggle with. You just like inviting or like going up to someone after church and be like, Hey, I don't know who you are. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause you don't know their story. You don't know who, no. who they are. You mm-hmm. never know. Yeah, that happens. Um, I want to transition to to community. I know you're like talking about community. That's that's huge. Um, that, I feel like that's a common theme for a lot of people we brought on. Like, why do you think? Like, why is community so important in in your walk? Like, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like we, like I said, like in scripture, are called to be in community, and like we see different reasons for that. Like, there's um, you know, that accountability that comes mm-hmm. with the community. Um, and like just confessing sin with other people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, bringing darkness to light, um, in that way. And just like the encouragement that comes with community and like somebody knowing you well, like all of you. Um, and I think, That is so important because, like, there's so many people in our lives who, like, they know a little bit about us here and there. You know, they see the surface, you know, what we want to, like, show them. But to have, like, a group of people in your life that, like, truly know you and not just, like, the good things but also, Mm. like, the rough stuff and, like, the struggles. Um, And to have a community like that where you can just totally be yourself Mm -hmm. and know that, like, no matter what, like, they're still going to love you. And, yeah, yeah, like – you know, God has hardwired us to like for relationship, you know, for, with 100%. him first and foremost, yes. um, but also like relationship with other people. Yeah. And um, he obviously uses that in a lot of 
crazy cool ways. Um, but even just like getting, you know, different perspective is a huge thing is, that comes with community too. Like, you know, yes. I can have my interpretation of something. And then when I talk to somebody else, I'm like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. Um, which is huge. And I think um, one of the things that like I have struggled with is just like, opening up to people mm. and um just like always in my life that's just like been something that has been hard and yeah. well, i think people feel so comfortable around you they probably feel so so easily just open up to you that then it's probably hard i don't know i i see that for sure mm. um no i uh i i don't know i just that's always just kind of been a hard thing for me i just again like i most people like just want to show you know, the good things, yeah, um, what people want to see. And um, I, again, like when I got really invested in the community in college, it was so freeing to be able to like open up to people more and just feel the freedom that comes from that. Mm -hmm. Like, man, like being so known by other people and yet still so loved yeah. um, was so beautiful because there's like so much fear and like, oh, you know, if people know certain things, like they'll view me differently or, yep. you know, I won't be loved or whatever. Yep. Um, and I think just like a lot of people struggle with that. But when you actually like take that step of faith and are like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be like invested mm -hmm. and I'm going to just open up and let people see the parts of me that aren't, you know, great mm -hmm. um there's yeah so much joy and freedom and you just like feel like there's like this burden that's been taken off yeah, of your that, shoulders yeah, so um and so yeah that's i mean like continuing god is continuing to work on my life in that way yeah um because i can still have those tendencies of just like oh you know like i'll figure everything out on my own totally. um you know i'll just like keep it all keep it all good on yeah. the outside yep. um but yeah like you know i have these people in my life who are gonna ask me like hard questions and yeah. like not let me get away with like these easy answers yeah. um and i think it's really important that people have that like that kind of community it's where so you know you give them an answer like nah no like tell me what's really going yeah. on you know and i'm like oh shoot okay yeah. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about this um so yeah i think so good that's been like yeah. a growing area for me for I, sure i love that like that strikes a chord with me because i am in that same but i suck at being vulnerable like to certain people i can but like for the most part i like to just like i'm all good you know and, mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool because i actually I'm, I'm going through i just went through second corinthians and literally i'm going to read this passage real quick but uh so paul's just talking uh, verse nine, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore mm. I will boast in all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And that really hit me mm. hard. And that really convicted me because I'm so bad at like talking about my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that's part of my Enneagram, but like, <laughs> what is your Enneagram? Uh, eight, seven. Oh, nice. Challenger and seven, enthusiast. eight. For real? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let's duel. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, continue. But like, no, I, I'm just saying like that. I, I like, I have that same struggle, like, and reading that this week, like, Gosh, like that really convicted my heart, like to be more vulnerable. Mm. So, especially since I'm going to be, you know, leading high schoolers and middle schoolers, like I want to set that tone and be vulnerable. So, mm. yeah, I, I'm in the same boat with you. Um, so, thanks for that. That's that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did a great job of highlighting the importance of community, Hannah. And I think sometimes community is uncomfortable, like like you said, which is like a good kind of uncomfortable, though. Yeah, like a kind that will challenge you and 
and help you really see what's going on in the deeper parts of your heart when you don't necessarily want to look there. So mm-hmm. that's that's really cool. One one question that I had for you. So you're someone I think like God's gifted you a certain way, and I think you do a great job of bringing people together. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people just naturally look up to you and gravitate towards you mm-hmm. because that's just your personality. It's really yeah. cool. And so first of all, that's just awesome. But I'm curious, how do you use that and leverage that for the kingdom? You know, because I think we all have relationships in our life with people who maybe are far from God or maybe people who know God but are struggling. And I think you're someone who does an awesome job of using your relationships and friendships mm-hmm. and seeing them more than just surface level, but how can I actually help this person connect with God? Yeah. Do you have any advice for, even just for us yeah. and for our listeners on how to do that or what your mindset is? Yeah. First of all, you guys are so encouraging. Um, <laughs> You're easy to encourage. Oh, my yeah. word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a great question. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, honestly, so like when I think back to even, again, like my freshman year of college, I, there was a group of girls who were like a few years older than me and they did just a great job of coming alongside me. And I thought it was so cool. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, like these senior girls would hang out like freshman me. And, um, <laughs> they did a great job of like, just trying to get to know me. And, um, they were again, just like a huge part of just my relationship with the Lord, um, because they kind of like took me under their wing. And a lot of what they did was honestly just like being good question askers. And I just really realized the importance of that Mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons. But um, like, I think they're even more than just like, you can give somebody, you know, advice or be like, oh, you know, like, you know, obviously, yes, we should be pointing people to scripture. But um, if we don't do that without like, if we do that without having like an understanding of like where they're coming from, Completely. then like they're probably not going to take it how it's we would want them to take it. Heart, heart so, good. Um, so I think like a lot of just like leveraging um, our relationship with the Lord to like encourage other people does have to do with a lot of getting to know that person mm-hmm. and like asking good questions. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think like the more you ask people questions, like, a lot of people don't even like realize why they think certain things or mm. um, the way that they do. And then they reach a point where like, man, like, I don't, I don't know why I'm like thinking this way or like why I'm struggling with this or whatever. Um, and not that I'm like great at this, but I do try to just ask people questions and like intentional questions mm-hmm. um, and just hear people out. And I think, I mean, obviously we live in a culture where people are just like so quick to speak mm-hmm. and yeah. um, That's a good point. so quick to like give any sort of opinion. And I think like what's more important than that is just asking, asking people questions and like just letting them speak. Yes. And then uh, before you like, just be like, okay, like here, here's my advice or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so I think that, I don't know, that was a huge one. Mm-hmm that came to my mind and that like I just saw people do in my life um, that definitely like challenged my walk with the Lord. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I think just, I mean, if you're like having fun with somebody, it can just be so easy to just like, you know, have like those fun friends. But, like you want to have those fun friends that also have like a deep, yeah, those like that deep 
ness of a relationship. Totally. Um, And so like sometimes it is uncomfortable, like asking people like questions or, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to get to know somebody on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. it. And I think like people, they just are thankful for it. Cause like I'm thankful people did that for me. And so like, I want to be able to do that for other people. Like, yeah, you know, view them as, Again, like love them through whatever it is they're going through or whoever they are. Um, but yeah, like getting to know them on that deeper level, even yeah. if it's uh, uncomfy at first. It's really good. Clay is like the king of asking questions. Oh my gosh. Literally. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. He like, is. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You're no. Like, you always deflect. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the king of deflecting. More, yeah. <laughs> more like that. But I think you made a great point. It People will know where you're coming from, you know? So if you're trying to go deeper, it is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but if they can tell it's coming out of a heart of love i think then it then then it hits way differently than if you're just like trying to just force it you know because if you've built that friendship and then you try to go deeper then then they know hey this person cares for me this person loves me yep and one verse that's been on my heart that you you brought up basically so james 119 Mm -hmm. be quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger and that's something that i think i i struggle with because i think it's not my tendency to want to listen first. Cause even when sometimes my listening, I'm just putting on a show. I'm not actually listening. I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there. And, but I think if we're able to really live that out, it's going to open up the door for a lot of conversations mm-hmm. that we can point people back to Christ. And that is so countercultural because yeah. our culture, including myself and all of us yeah. is slow to hear quick to speak and mm-hmm. quick to become angry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's a verse for our whole country. Yes. Yeah. I think so. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And, yeah. That's, that's really good. Um, and I, I will just say like quickly too, like um, I feel like in recent years, um, something that God's definitely been like teaching me too, just going back to the whole like vulnerability mm-hmm. is it's so important to obviously get to know somebody else, but the importance of like letting somebody get to know you. Yes. Yeah. Because there has directions. to be, yeah. Like that, two-way street of mm-hmm. like you can't just know everything about somebody else and then they know yeah. like you know nothing about you yes. yeah and so yeah. taking that step of uncomfortability and like opening Letting up yourself yeah. yeah it's big yeah so i struggle I, with that yes yeah it's it's hard but yeah in recent years too guys just been like so okay good. like sometimes you do ask like too many questions yeah. and you do need to like you yes. know actually let people like in more yep. so exactly. yeah yeah so oh so here's a Hopefully. And I agree 100% because you can't get to know someone. Like people like to talk about themselves. I love to talk about myself. And like, so I'm learning how to ask more questions, but also like, yeah, it's like a give and take, right? But so take that mindset. And you, I love your analogy of like the king, like Jesus is on the throne, but he's just, you're like a villager and you're like, oh, he's just, just checking in, hopping in. But now that he's, you know, Lord of your life, he's actually walking with you. Like, did you have to take that same mentality of like asking questions to the Lord before that even happened? Or like, how did that work? Like, how'd you go from, yeah, like Jesus is on the throne, he's just watching, but no, actually Jesus is with me in my life. Like, um, does that make sense? Like, did you have to ask those questions to God or did, how did that all happen from like on the throne to walking actually with you in life? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um... I think, yeah, in a lot of ways, it was asking God, like, who he is. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, like I said, like, just 
um, when I really started to get involved with like city light and community and Mm -hmm. um, just dive into the word in a different way. I think a lot of that was asking God, like who his character was Um, because like, he's not only like, yes, he's like, you know, the Lord of our lives and he's, the you know ruler of everything Mm -hmm. um but he is so much more than that like he's so like wants and desires an intimate relationship with me Mm -hmm. and with you know everybody and um yeah i do think that like i think growing up with the mentality of like okay like you know yes i know all the answers to the stories it got be into this habit of not really questioning a lot of things Mm because i was like oh you know like i know the right answers and I think I did have to kind of almost hit like a reset button of like, no, no, no. I need to like go back and look at these things in like a different light. Like I, Mm. first of all, I don't know everything. I won't know everything. Um, But like going back and being like, okay, like God, like in these stories that I've heard a million times, like, no, like what, what is your character in this? Like, why would Mm. you do these certain things? Uh, Or um, I don't know. So yeah, it was definitely a lot of question asking into things that I feel like I should have already known which is, again, just, like, humbling. Um, And I think I just, like, have to, you know, continue to do that. Like, just ask God to reveal his character to me and, like, show me who he is. Because, I mean, our perceptions can get so clouded because, you know, we have culture, you know, telling us things all the time. And so I think it is important to, like, remember just, like, ask God to like continue to just like show us more of who he is and just continue to like open our eyes and yeah. Oh yeah. He does. He does. If you ask him, he's like, all right, right. here we go. (laughs) You ask to be humbled and you're like, oh shoot. Yeah. Yeah. That's always, that's a scary thing. (laughs) I know. Like those scary prayers. (laughs) You're like, I know you're going to come through. Um, but no, I think that is good. Like that question that you asked Vaughn. Um, because yeah, like I think, we shouldn't just, you know, oh, like take things as like the easy answers, but really just be like, okay, like God, like, again, like show me who you are, like in this, you know, yeah. whatever, like you're reading or in the situation or um, just continuing to like have that open yeah. heart of like, okay, like I don't know everything. Like what, what do you want to show me yeah. in this? Um I think that's good. I love that. No, mm. and I want to hit on one more thing. Like, I love that you said that, like, it is truly a relationship and you're always learning something new about God. It's like, it's like any relationship, right? Like, like the more curious you are, like the better, like the more you learn about each other and the more like, you know, commitment and more, you just get to know. Yeah. You'll person. be more connected, more connected. It's same yeah. thing with God, you know? So true. Like you just, I don't know. I just love that that yeah. you said that. I agree 100%. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So I got one more question for you, Hannah. And this has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking the time to come on. Yeah. So this is just more of a practical question, but I am curious how you do take this to God. And this is something I think I struggle with. I'm sure other people listening might struggle with. So Vaughn mentioned earlier, you're someone who's really busy, right? You have a lot of different things you're running after. How do you manage your time in a way like how do you choose what to run after mm, that's a good because one. Mm. someone like for all of us but then i know for sure for you you could be doing things for 24 hours every day but then like what do you choose like how do you choose what you're actually going to give your time to yeah 
It's a yeah, great I think it's hard. Yeah. How do you prioritize? That's good. I yeah. want to learn because I struggle with it. <laughs> Me too. Me too, Clay. Um, yeah, gosh, I am still honestly trying to figure that out because it is so hard. I'm like, gosh, you know, like trying to do all these things, mm-hmm. um, build all these relationships, you know, whatever it is. I think something I've had to learn is like why I do the things that I do. It's mm-hmm. good. Um, because sometimes there are, there are times where I make myself too busy because I want to like escape. Mm-hmm. And I've had to like actually realize that that can be my tendency where I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with certain things. You. I'm just going to be like yeah. super busy and like that's not why, deal with it. That's why it's been a while for you. To yeah. show, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I just got a lot of things Exposed. going on. <laughs> Woo, there it is. It. <laughs> that community confrontation right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, like kind of doing like a heart check of like, okay, like why, why am I doing all of these things? Like, where mm-hmm. is it coming from? And if my time, if I'm too busy to, you know, like take time for like the Lord or like to invest in somebody's life or, mm-hmm. you know, just like um, those things that like we should be doing, you know, as, yeah. as Christians, like what our, our actual purpose, you know, obviously in the world, like no matter what job you have or anything is to know Christ and make him known. And so if I'm not taking time to do that, then I'm like, man, like something needs to happen mm-hmm. and I've become too busy. Yeah. And I have seen a lot of, a lot of those times in my life where I'm like, man, like I'm just feeling like super stressed or, you know, you see, you get the emotions, um, those like trigger warning emotions of like, okay, like something's not right. It's because like, man, I'm not prioritizing the things that I actually need to be prioritizing. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I'm not great with emotions. So like, I just kind of like usually tuck those away. But I think (laughs) I've tried to um, just realize that like, okay, we have our emotions for a reason. If I'm feeling like, you know, anxiety, stress, okay, that that's not coming from God. And so I (laughs) need to like, rework some things so like i'm spending more time with god like i'm actually like feeding myself truth instead of just like you know running on those lies um so i think yeah again like practically just recognizing okay like what emotions am i feeling like where are they coming from yeah and you know if it's you know these negative emotions like is that coming because like i am just not spending time with god and therefore you know yeah that's where it's coming from and like why why am i making myself so busy like what is filling my time yes and yeah if it's if it's not <laughs> time for knowing christ and like um investing in other people's lives and like if i don't have time for that then like i literally have to make yeah. something go but yeah. it's still something i'm working it's on hard. i'm continually same here i'm working on it and one challenge i want to give to me and vaughn and just to all of our listeners based on what you said because i think it's so good ask yourself, go through your schedule, take the time and ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because there's value in that. Even if you go through your whole schedule and nothing changes because you have everything slotted perfectly. And if that's the case, come on the show and teach us how to do that. Because for me, I know when I look at my schedule, things will have to get changed around. But even knowing the why for what you're doing is so important Mm -hmm. because it's easy for me just to go through the motions of what I'm doing. So let's say I go through that. I ask God, hey, should I be doing this and why? Having those answers is going to make my time in what I'm doing so much more valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's. Oh, are you going to say something? Oh no, you go first. I was go say, for there's an author, uh, Pete Scazzaro, um, 
we're reading one of his books on on staff. And, Is it the emotionally healthy spirituality? Uh, leader, actually. Oh, yeah, okay, so. okay. I started the other and one. And one quote that he has is like, "Your your being for God sustains your doing for God," and that's really good because like you and that, and I struggle with that too. I love to do stuff, but I got to remember the why behind it. And there's a quote by ah, I can't. I was trying to look for it. It's a a guy who used to be like atheist, but then he became a believer. But he he his quote, famous quote is like I'm going to paraphrase it because I couldn't find it. But he says, "Before I do anything else, I want to make my heart right with the Lord first. Mm-hmm. Um, before he does anything else, you know, yeah. Um, and that just that, that I sets think, the tone. Yep, sets the tone. Mm-hmm. And then you you get to figure out why I'm doing this stuff, you know, because ultimately, what we're do you me Clay like we're doing all this stuff for a good heart, but sometimes we can forget if we just continue to do the motions, right? So yeah. just like dialing it back and remembering that the Lord sustains us and our being for God sustains our doing for God. So mm. um, no, that's, that's super good. Yeah. And like one, like last thing I'll just like say about all that is um, like, honestly, it does just for me, I, I feel like I have to do so many things because mm-hmm. I'm like, like a results oriented person. Like, yeah. I feel like I have to like accomplish achiever. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> I need to like remember like literally the gospel. Yes. Because exactly. I <laughs> yeah, like, like that's you. what it goes back like the gospel literally applies to everything in our lives. Yep. Like it wasn't just an event in history and it wasn't just like okay now we have eternal life like it, yes those things are both true but it like also impacts how we live every day. Every day. Oh, yes. And yep. like so good. the gospel for me just in this is like man like I feel like I have to accomplish certain things to like so that I have worth and I have value. Mm. And there was um a guy Andrew McGill who you guys yeah. both know. Yeah, yeah McGill. McGill. Come on the show. Man. Come on the show. <laughs> oh, <McGill. you> should. <laughs> um but like something he's also just like a great question asker and yeah, he is. I um <laughs> one time was just talking about like man like i feel like i need to like you know achieve all these things like i need to try to be the best at everything and make myself super busy and be super involved and um you know i just get so burned out and he was like ask me this simple question he's like how does the gospel like apply to that and Mm. i was like man like i should ask myself that question for you know everything but it really made Mm. me think i'm like gosh like i need to remember the fact that like jesus did everything for me like i don't have to prove anything to anybody. I don't have to do anything for God, you know, to be like, oh, like, yeah, Hannah, I like her because she's getting stuff done. Mm. Um, And it honestly, like, that simple question, just like reframing my mindset, I have so much more joy when I go Mm. into something knowing that like, man, like, I have the freedom, like, even if I fail at this thing that I want to do really great at, like, my worth isn't in that. Like, even if I have a week where I'm actually not that busy and I actually have free time. Like my worth isn't found in like how many things I can get done in a week. Yep. Like it just all ties back to the fact that like Jesus took care of everything. All. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And like, God doesn't view me in light of these things that I do. Like he views me in light of his son, Jesus. And yeah. like, yes. that's all he sees. So good. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> go off. Go off. <laughs> no, that's so good, Hannah. Oh, yes. I love that. But, wow, this has been awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's our motivation for everything. Yeah. Right? And that's our only hope for salvation is what Jesus has done for us. So thanks True. for bringing it back to that. Because that's a great way to that's end. why this podcast exists. That's <laughs> yeah. why 
that that's why we're here. Yes. That's why we're living is yes. so that we can mm. just be with God because of what Jesus did for us. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. So good. Yeah. So before we sign off, can I pray us out real quick? Love that. Love that. Awesome. King Jesus, God. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for the work that you did on the cross for us. Mm-hmm. Lord, thank you for living the perfect life that we could have never have lived and just paying that price that we could have never paid, Lord. Mm-hmm. And I just want to pray that for us in the room and anyone listening, God, that they would be encouraged by that truth, Lord. And I just want to continue to thank you for Hannah and just thank you for the story that you've written through her life, God, and just the work that you've done. And I just want to pray over her future, God, that she would Mm -hmm. continue to come to know you more in a deeper way and that you would lead her to people who are looking to know you, desperately need to know you, and let her be a light in those situations, Lord. We love you, God. Amen. 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 Mm. Wow. This was a great one. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot you guys of fun. Are great. A lot of fun. Yeah. So thank you, Hannah. This is awesome. For our listeners, if you want to share your story, if you have any questions for us, if you have any questions about anything, just hit us up. You know how to contact us. Send us a message. And we love you guys. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Woo, peace. <laughs> <laughs>